0: Welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns audio produced podcast that has been called Like a Long Hike on Shrooms uh, by, sorry, Jesus, by the Dentonators on Apple Podcasts. If you have a five-star review, leave it on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the air. Um,
1: Thanks for the review. Thanks for listening. You guys are good. I know who you are.
0: Oh, you do? Yeah. Who Who are they? They're big Patreons. The Dentonators? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for being a Patreon. Hey, if you want to be a Patreon, uh, go to patreon.com slash real life sci-fi. Get two bonus episodes a week. Uh, oh, we took off last week and we've yet to mention that. Yeah. So sorry.
1: Some, somebody thought that we had the week off before because... I uploaded the wrong episode to the Patreon, and then I left town, and I didn't have good Wi-Fi service where I was. Anyways, I fixed it.
0: Uh, everything's fine now? Yeah. but Okay, good. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. Uh, let's welcome aboard the SSRLSF, our guest and good friend, and professor of what?
2: Um, communication, media, and popular culture.
0: Aaron Hill. Hello. Aaron, Thanks for being here. What? What? How many times have you been on? You've been on a few times.
2: This is my second time, and I'm delighted to be here.
0: Oh, really? This went... is only your second time, right? Only We've my just,
2: second time.
1: We used to always talk about you being on, and it never happened.
2: I know. I thought about it, but I didn't mention it because I wanted it to seem cool. But now I'm on it. So too. we were
0: just we were just talking. You were on not long ago, Thanksgiving. Do you remember what your Wow scale was, or should we redo it? Or should we redo it anyway?
2: I mean, I feel like I said yes to everything, but maybe one thing, which... Why don't what? you do, redo it? No, yeah, let's do gotta it again. It. There's <laughs> no is it, way you
0: said sort of yeah.
2: rela- is it one of them sort of related to today?
0: Stay tuned and find out. <laughs>
2: okay, good. To yeah. today.
0: No, no, none of them are I thought you
2: asked you. about yeah, today's yeah. subject in your wow scale.
0: We do. Bigfoot. We do? Mm-hmm. Oh, are we doing Bigfoot today?
1: Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah.
0: No, you told me. I just, I since we got rid of the the segment where I research, I don't, I don't even pay attention. <laughs> um, I thought you meant today, as in the world of today, not oh, what no, we're no. talking about today. Uh, I just funny. mean,
2: you know, m- maybe my wow scale has changed. Actually, it hasn't. Yeah. Happened. All right. That well, let's no-
0: do it. Let's jump into it. Okay. Well, uh, well for well, those well, of well, you listening pre, who don't,
1: let me pre say this. I'm like, I have you on for this topic because you're a Wade. And then you just said, you said yes to everything. I'm like, Oh wait, what the fuck? No, no, no. you're definitely a Wade. I'm Go a, on.
2: Believe me, Willie, if you want me to be a Wade, you're not going to be disappointed today. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no. Okay. I, I
2: watched this documentary and I did.
0: Okay, good, good. Okay. And so so a for lot those of, of you listening that. who don't know, the Wow <laughs> scale <laughs> stands for Wade or Willie. It's a scale from zero to five. If you're, On the zero side of things, you're more of a weight. If you're on the five side of things, you're more of a willy. Wow, scale. Are you a weight or are you a willy? First question three parter. Aaron, are you ready? I'm ready. Do you believe in aliens? If so, have they visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last 300 years?
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Oh my god, really? I don't well, remember that being your answer.
2: No, no, that I I it just seems we talk about this because we talk about like the 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 dark forest theory of the universe. I mean, I think they've been yeah. chucking us out. I don't know if they've been probing our butts, but I do think that probably there are there is intelligent life in the universe and Seems like there's some convincing evidence. There was some. I feel like there was a video I saw recently where I'm like, I bet Willie's seen this a lot, and it was like, it, it was like some secret, f- like stuff. Yeah, it trigger. made
1: the news a few times. The, the
0: declassified. They admitted that they Navy. thought it really
2: was. They. Oh, that's they,
0: like a yeah. That's a thing now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. Which is, which is
0: awesome. Go on.
2: Okay, so that's my answer. Okay,
0: question number two: Do you believe in ghosts?
2: Not really, but last time, I, I'll i just sort of say again, I, I kind of, I, I don't think that, like, I'm friendly to that idea. I feel like there might be some kind of, I don't know, everybody's present in the, I feel like if you're seeing apparitions, that maybe it's a flicker from the past and all the, you know, like we're in a kind of, I don't know what it is, is the Eternalist?
1: Echo chamber You're seeing something, like but theory, you might be defining of- it wrong
2: like theories of time in which everything is happening all at once. And therefore if I'm seeing something, it it might've happened. It might be happening in its time. And our, yeah,
1: that's awesome. The
2: region is overlapping, but our spatial region is, is always, it remains constant or whatever, but that's it. You're from,
0: you're from Michigan, right?
2: Basically. I mean, I spent all my summers and went to college here, but I'm from Wisconsin, but I don't, I don't, I don't own it always. I mean, I do. What I'm part old, of Wisconsin?
0: Like,
2: what well, part? I'm from near Madison, from Stoughton, Wisconsin, a real kind of like farmy.
1: Do they have track-y. like mini- classic Minnesotan accents there?
2: Yeah, we have the accent from yeah. Fargo. Like Yeah. I go home, I say, Oh, you're gonna go in the car for a ride? I mean, I don't do it as it doesn't come back to me immediately. Like it doesn't
0: I've did you did you intentionally temper it or did it just kind of
2: I mean I think like, its way out of you well I would have thought that I didn't temper it at all but then I've heard recordings of my accent and then in more recent years of course I have kind of like just avoids I try not to say things that I, I find it annoying I don't like it I mean I will say like hater don't you know like I can li- like shift <laughs> into it because that's a real thing like in the coffee cup in my town there are older farmers who are in there right now going, oh, hater, don't well, you know how it's because the name
1: of that town sounds like the accent. Storten. Storten. You're from Storten.
2: Storten. Yeah, everybody's, it's all Norwegian. We have the largest Norwegian folk festival in the country, sitting to my, and during it, people do drive around, there's like half the town walks around in beautiful Norwegian outfits with pinafores and everybody eats krumkaka and lefse and l- lutefisk. And yeah, Willie, I you're doing it a and disservice. Then the other half
0: of, and no, no, no. Other, I love the accent. I can't do it. No, way. but you're doing it a disservice by calling it a Minnesota thing when I think it's more of a Wisconsin thing. No oh, worries. Then word.
2: the other half of my town drives down the street with like a flying Confederate flags and being, you know, like, so it's like 50-50. What? During the festival because... Rebellion or something? I don't know. I don't know. I just know that they would drive in pickup trucks and fly the Confederate flag and like.
0: But they couldn't be further from the South in America. They don't like.
2: They don't. They like whites. They like whites. I think that must be.
1: Would you say that 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 accent goes to to Chicago also?
2: No, Chicago is a little different. They have like it's like I have a little bit of it. It's like their jaws locked shut like this, and they have.
1: But it's a little the the same, also, right? It's, yeah, like the, it's like the bears. Nasal, yeah,
2: the bears. Like, it's more nasal uh, in a different way. They're all very nasal and guttural.
1: Word. But. I'm just curious because I, I had to audition for and have a thick Chicago accent. And when I did it, I I felt like they thought I didn't get it. But, like, I did a lot of research and I'm like, no, I think I got it.
2: <laughs> Chicago.
1: You don't get it, man.
0: Watch yeah. The
2: Fugitive. I feel like they, they have all these.
1: You don't. Yeah, that's exactly Chicago.
2: Chicago guys. That's Go like this. robot. Like we had this the reason
0: I bring it up is because I'm wondering if you were raised religious. Me pert me. No. Yeah.
2: No, not at I all. was raised anti-religious. Like I would get disciplined for being religious in my family. Oh, I, mean, I, I wanted Crazy. to go. I mean, not like in, for real, but like, I, I remember I went, you know, you used to sleep over at your friend's house and then you go to their church with them in the morning, at least for me. Cause people in Wisconsin are go to church. And I'd never been to churches and I was like, I came home once and I was like, mom, I went to CCD with, or I could do the, mom, I went to CCD with Megan and her family and I want to be a Catholic. And she was, and she and my dad, I feel very restrained. We're like, let's just wait a couple of years and see how you feel. But like, they were clearly, and now that I know them as adults, they were panic. I remember like there was a documentary on once of, El- about Elvis's gospel phase. And my dad walked in when it was just gospel singers, and he was like, oh, sh- turn it off, religious. Like, my grandfather <laughs> once at, at dinner and we were in Mexico said, well, you know, there could be an order to the universe. And my uncle Arthur, who was dying of cancer and still had no rela- – stood up and went, John, I can't believe that you, with your background in science, would say that. That is such a – like, he was enraged. And <laughs> <at> my grandfather was <laughs> like, I'm like, I only
0: asked because I'm, try- I'm trying to draw some correlation between – believing in ghosts and being religious
2: Well, i don't know and that i believe that the spirits of dead people come back to speak to us right and yeah you already believe, qualified
0: it by saying I that it definitely people wasn't who that say
2: they see ghosts i think that it's possible they're seeing some kind of phenomenon and i don't okay know.
0: here's the big question bigfoot do you believe in bigfoot
2: nope and
0: okay enough said <laughs> okay. Uh, okay
2: more in the future
0: <laughs> psychics do you believe in psychics
2: not really, uh no, not really,
0: superstition are you superstitious
2: I'm a my only superstition is the power of positive pessimism. you just don't ever say like this traffic is great, you, like and because then it'll be bad, you know, <laughs> like you never say this is going well, and then my whole family is like that, like don't because the minute you do, you've you you've ruined it with your the energy of your brain like your. do energy. you knock on wood yeah i'll knock on wood i'll knock on wood whenever i mention my grandpa i, I knock on wood i just did it, it yeah you're like, full on, you're like a
0: full-on you're like a full-on one teetering toward a zero yeah the only thing that keeps you from being a weight is the alien stuff
2: yeah but i have other Which? you just that's your questions it's sort of like uh, the iq test is designed by a human and uh to benefit white ladies like me. but
0: Hey, test, listen, I'm this, this test has gone area. through right. three years of rigorous testing.
2: I just mean if there were 20 questions about, you know, and it was about like Loch Ness and stuff. Is that one of them? I forget.
1: No, I mean, it was cryptozoology well, no, as Bigfoot. It,
0: it fits into the
2: Bigfoot, it, Like yeah. If you asked me about eight other weird things, I would say no to a lot of them, but you hit the ones that I, I feel like there is a crossover with some scientific kind of Like things that we just don't understand, the invisible world. But it's not to me. I don't see it as spirits who have come to give me a message or anything like that.
0: Yeah, listen. I don't know why you're fighting the score. You're one
2: (laughs) because don't tell my family. They would think that was hilarious. They talk that you're
0: that you're a rational human being.
2: That I'm not a zero. My grandpa would. I mean, I'm not going to tell him. He gave me Stephen. Well, J. listen. If you the want to be technical, of college was that I take human evolution, and
0: if you want to be technical, you are a zero. But I'm giving you one point. Okay. Because the superstition thing brings you back down to a zero, but but I'm saying one. I, I'm doing a judgment call. Okay. Thank you, Willie. What are we talking about today?
1: Tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi,
0: Bigfoot.
1: Is this real? Is there a shy skunk ape out there? Or could there be a smarter evolutional divergence of humans lost in the woods? All that tonight and more on Real Life Sci-Fi or during the day if you're not listening at night.
2: Love
0: it. I love uh, it. So okay so we're talking about Bigfoot but we're t- but we're talking about him uh, on the evolutionary scale?
1: Well there's a specific To me, that was just the divergent version of, like, is there some weird ape in the woods? And if so, could they be such an apex predator that we can't see them the same way we don't see mountain lions?
0: Well, here's a question that I have about Bigfoot. Before we really get into it, and this has never occurred to me before, and I'm not sure why. If there's a Bigfoot, there has to be, like, a lady Bigfoot, right? And they have to fuck and make more big feet.
2: Yeah. Bigfoot Unless could be a
0: girl. Bigfoot, Bigfoot could be a girl. But this has been going on since what? The 60s? When, when did Bigfoot start? Well... When was the Zapruder film of Bigfoots, whatever that's called?
2: Well, a long time ago, like an amoeba spit, split and some stuff called out of that. I will
1: say that, that originally Bigfoot was called uh, the American Abominable Snowman uh, because the abominable snowman was popular in the himalayas around 1920s
0: but so okay so perfect 1920s bigfoot one bigfoot could not have lasted for a hundred years right or is his life expectancy longer than ours
2: am i the one that did Wade i did the homework am i the only one that watched this documentary
1: what oh no Wade doesn't way doesn't Wade is the voice do. of reason, so okay. the voice of reason is none of this is real, so watching it skews him.
2: Okay. Well,
0: but you know? also, I'm, this I'm like exc- the audience. I'm the audience, yeah, yeah. and if I don't understand something, there's okay, probably good. a listener who doesn't, and so I need to s- sort of clarify things. And so well, only you and me have
1: watched it. And here's here's the thing. I, I'm very happy that you were able to do it, because I need a Wade to watch this documentary. Because and- to me, this is... The Holy Grail of Bigfoot. Oh,
2: man. Okay,
0: now you need to tell... You, what documentary are you talking oh, about?
2: I, right? I know, right? It's called Discovering... I've been discovering... feeling sad that I would have to puncture the... No, uh, no, 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 no. Don't
1: think of it that way. Be, because, listen, I understand that it's crazy. Uh, th- this is Discovering Bigfoot. It's on Netflix. It came out in 2017. Now, there is another group it's of It's on people. Amazon
2: oh, Prime, I believe.
1: Oh, not that's to, right. It, got, to, it, it used to be on Netflix.
2: That's a woman's plane.
1: Um, but uh, there, there was another group of people, the Bigfoot, the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, who also released a TV show yeah. at the same time, the same year. And so, um,
0: so but we're talking about Bigfoot Explained, the 2017 nope. mockumentary,
1: Discovering B.I. Yeah. I
0: wish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Discovering, Discovering Bigfoot
2: Bigfoot. by Todd Standing, who builds himself as a skeptic at the beginning in the credits what i'm really upset about is i watched this thing and i took copious notes until i realized until something happened in the middle that i realized i had not noticed and i stopped taking notes and laughed for 20 minutes
0: okay let's let's can you just take us on that journey let's let's wait wait wait. should we
2: yeah, let's I'm going to really guide this.
1: Should I society. do just a, let me just do a quick overview of Bigfoot cuz I don't know if we've done that. And okay. to me An
0: overview of Bigfoot?
1: Okay. Well, just like the history of it. So like um um in in 1811 in there was a a guy David Thompson who who um t- you know, he he mentioned Bigfoot 1811, whatever. In now listen, in 1958 this is when the Bigfoot craze started basically in America. This was in Humboldt County. And this guy was a prankster and, and his name was Ray Wallace and he found these oversized footprints. And then it just, it basically started the Bigfoot craze and on his death. I mean, after he died, his kid said, basically said, yeah, you know, he was a prankster. He, he would make fake big feet, but, They said that he believed in Bigfoot and was trying to prank someone into the the footprint. So it's like he believed in Bigfoot, but he got caught putting fake feet out and it became a media storm. So this is 1958. 1967 was the Patterson and Gimlin film from Northern California, Bluff Creek. Um, the crazy thing about this thing is...
2: And that's the one Bigfoot film everybody's seen. Yeah,
1: nobody was walking away. Some, you know, obviously some people think it was a guy in a suit. Some people think it can't be because of the way it, it walked. But there are there are different accounts of people that have come forward and said that they were the man in the suit and they contradict each other. And nobody who's come forward as the man in the suit has produced the suit. So I'm just I'm just saying, it's just a weird thing where, you know, sure, maybe people are just trying to be famous, but for anyone who has come forward and said they were the costu- man in the costume, there's no costume.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I've worn a lot of Halloween costumes. I could not reproduce one of them currently. You if know I, who
2: I think has a lot of costumes is Todd Standing, the maker of Discovering. Well, we'll get he into produced, that. He produced, I will say, incontrovertible evidence that he has the motive, means, and opportunities... To impersonate Bigfoot because he's got a. There's an opening sequence where he's demonstrating his skills, and they look so suspiciously like the big feet he has captured on film.
1: Well, um, I, I I will I will say though when you like, like he directed his show, but he didn't produce it. Meaning, any any anybody who becomes a producing team for them is going to make that intro cool. You know okay. what I mean? It's like. I'm just saying if you do a a ghost hunting reality show and you've never found a ghost in your life, the intro to the show is still gonna make it look like you found one.
2: I feel like I'm just bummed out by this documentary because it made me so believe so much less in Bigfoot than I did when I started. I was kind of Bigfoot. I (laughs) feel soft. I would have gone in that direction. I could have.
1: Well, but but that's but but let me ask you this. Is is it because of the guy?
2: No, it's okay. Well. Do you want to, I don't want to. Uh, well, let me
1: finish. Let me just, just stop it up. I'll tell you my journey through that. Doc, <laughs> but maybe you
2: should tee it all up. So, and,
1: and, 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 you know, just point, putting this out there too, in 1976, FBI started a file on Bigfoot. Uh, there's a guy, Peter Byrne, who worked at the Bigfoot Info Center, and exhibition in Dallas, Oregon. Um, he had a friend analyze some hairs. And in 2019, they released the declassified FBI file of that, which said that, uh, oh, no, this is deer hair. But, uh, the, but the guy said that he never got the letter saying that it was deer hair. So whatever. There's just a contradiction there. But just it's in the news that there was an FBI file that was declassified in 2019. Um, a lot. And, oh, 18, 1893, the, the, uh, Roosevelt um, had this, oh, I should pull this up. There's a chance that, that Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, was telling a story of someone who had a Bigfoot encounter. I mean, it just matched all the classic... And, and Well, whatever, and we won't get into it. In 1970, there was this thing called the Sierra Sounds that came out. There was a guy and a news reporter who went out to the Sierra Nevada mountains trying to look for Bigfoot, and they, fa- and they recorded these sounds. And the sounds of the Bigfoot call have been analyzed, and it, there are people that say that humans can't produce these sounds because of the range mm-hmm. of, of the sounds. And so, yes, and we've also had the dumbest uh, Bigfoot, Big Feet casts. And listen, I, I'm a skeptic in that I don't believe anybody who's come forward with Bigfoot evidence. And so I'll get into this now. Well, it, between 1995 and 2010, the internet became the biggest uh, resurgence for Bigfoot. You know, this Bigfoot Field Resurgence Organization. They got started and, and they have a great website. It is, it is classically funny that the guy who started the organization, his name is Matt Moneymaker. <laughs> so like, okay. I mean, that's, that's a real last name. It's just funny. Um, and they had a series in 2010 called Finding Bigfoot and they didn't find him. Um but so so here's the thing
2: how how would there be me, more shows if you found them yeah what if else? you
0: found them that's the end of an industry right
1: <laughs> well i mean here's the thing is that so so let me set up this documentary and this guy by just saying this Todd um this this guy Todd standing is he's one of those guys that when he talks, he takes everything you say and adds it to his beliefs. Oh yeah, well you know, like he's very—he's not a skeptic. He says he's a skeptic, but but what I like about this documentary and what this sounds
0: like—you're gatekeeping skeptics. As the skeptic, I would encourage you not to do that.
2: This guy is not a skeptic. The reason why
1: I like no. this documentary is That's because good. this this guy their their intention. Was to get Bigfoot recognized as a species that should be protected, even though, and so they they accomplished that in Canada.
2: They did not. I <laughs> they well, successfully they, filed the paperwork, which he makes a lot of in the documentary, I believe. But
1: or. but 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 it but it was certified. Let me see. What did I write down?
0: But isn't a isn't a myth already protected? Like, how can you kill something that doesn't exist?
1: Well, the idea is, I mean, like I compare the reason why I'm such a champion for this is 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 just from the mental standpoint of if you don't, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, that's fine. But, but, um, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to compare it to aliens. It's going to be easier, but accepting that it's a possibility can make you do things better for the possibility that it's real for, for, I mean, like, for example, this is, this is, I'm just saying when it comes to, coming up with laws and, and determining, you know, like the first alien that ever gets caught on earth is going to get tried for trespassing, right? If they crash land on government property, it's like, it's more important that they trespassed, that they exist. And I only say that because it's like, well, how do we treat a new species? It's not that it's Bigfoot, like, like forget that it's Bigfoot. We should even stop calling it that. But it's like, what happens when they discover an ape in in, in in deep in the woods, and they find out that companies are actually doing something that is making them go extinct? But these things aren't in place because they don't know that they don't accept that they exist. That's all that you know. That's the only thing. Is it like
2: that's like that project? I understand filing you know in court to make animals people. You know, not human.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so person. and so, I like where they're coming from. I know that everybody in the well, Bigfoot ad- Hang on,
0: I understand the point of that, but, like, isn't that the same for, like, bears or something? Like, couldn't you... Whatever environmental protections are there for bears, wouldn't it be the same for Bigfoot?
1: Well, I mean, I'm just going to say yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the thing you would be protecting Bigfoot from is people killing it and putting it on their wall or... Putting it well, on the top of their car. Like
1: let's it, let's say Bigfoot's um, real. Like, everyone's going to go get one.
2: App, to be honest, for Bigfoot lovers, you would be able to catch one. Sorry, go ahead. Every
1: big game hunter is going to want a Bigfoot head. And though they've been hunting for years and they haven't successfully found any, I the, the crazy thing about this documentary to me is, it to me, it, it gave a new identity to what an ape in the woods might be. It's not that I... It's not that I believe this guy and I want this guy to be right. It's that it provides a new perspective on what Bigfoot might be doing out there and why we may not have been able to find him. That's that's it.
2: Um, can, do you want to say? So yeah,
1: thing? let's go. Yeah, let's go. You. Let's. Go you. let's
2: well, do, let, let me just. Just. I'm gonna give you since my other job uh, before coronavirus was to read and book books for film companies and synopsize them. Let me. It's the premise is Todd standing skeptic. And I'm so mad that I wrote all these notes in my phone. And then I, st- I don't know if I didn't send the email that they were in. I'm just en- enraged, but I, cause I word for word wrote down his intro, but Todd standing has been d- trained in wilderness and rural exercises for his entire life. But he has all, and this is, I believe I'm quoting ac- accurately, but has almost no exposure to civilization. This is Todd, the filmmaker. Um, and he was trained by a native uh, American man in tracking and trained by a Navy Wait,
1: first, first nations. They're like the Canadian native yes, Americans and he's a military a, sniper, whatever. Just and saying
2: he, and he's trained by snipers and he has all this training. And so he has been in the, in the wilderness and he has been like encountering Bigfoot up ass, Bigfoot everywhere in the wilderness, constantly, Except for, and this is kind of what the documentary covers, his camera is never on for the best encounters, or it can't capture them. And so, usually, throughout the documentary, there's a lot of like long, loving shots of apples on a log with a night vision goggle camera, and then he'll show you in sl- slow mo on like an apple disappearing. But like for me, the apple disappears, but. I don't see a giant Bigfoot taking it away. It's like sitting on a log or something. And anyway, so he does all this and then he finds two people who have PhDs. And I will say I have never felt more powerful as a PhD individual than when I watched the stock, because their PhDs and the words first American were doing so much heavy lifting in the intro, like so much credibility. It was lended to this documentary by having two, I mean those people are the first, the only two people who are credited in the opening are the two PhD professors. Well, uh, which I will say, I investigated. There, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, good, what good, yeah, yeah." They're putting themselves out here to receive this, and well, uh, yeah,
1: it's Wisconsin and Idaho State. Yeah, adult. they had
2: decent, you know, they had good degrees, but one of them is not on faculty, or well, one of them has since died. Since the but at the time of the making of this documentary, I could see why he would throw his rep out there he wasn't ever interested he was an anatomist and then the other one and i will say he takes these guys around and that's what happens he sort of shows the audience around the woods and tells gives a sort of backstory exposition shows a few videos and then the two academics come in and he takes them through they spend like five days out there trekking in the woods and then usually
0: hang on what are their phds in
2: One's in like anatomy and one is in, they're in, in life sciences and some.
1: One of them, one of them has got anatomy, anthropology, and the other one is a wildlife biologist.
2: Right. And so he takes them out and they go around and look around and he shows them things that he believes are, I mean, he has all these words that he uses to describe Bigfoot behaviors and things. And then they all hear a couple noises in the woods and they, and he tells them for usually four months later when he's meeting with them at their homes, they have not discussed, like the guy, he's like, remember you heard that noise? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, it sort of tells them what those noises were. He's like, cause I've seen Bigfoot in the wild. And I know that those were big feet and or Bigfoots or squatches or whatever. And they're like, mm-hmm, okay, cool. And like, they they want to believe these guys. And so, but then at the end, there. Okay, so here's I'm I'm setting this all up, thus Willie, because I was very skeptical watching it, and sort of just, and then what I realized, what because I kept being like, why are you in the woods? You're not. You're telling me there's squatches everywhere, and you're not showing me anything. All that you've got is like a shadow behind a tree, and then I realized an hour into the documentary, literally, because throughout the documentary, it's sprinkled with this this image of there are three or four different images of. Big feet standing behind trees, like looking at you through the foliage. And yeah, yeah. I, an hour into the documentary, I had a breakthrough and was like, holy shit, that's I just assumed it was um meant to be evocative and to sort of illustrate what he's saying about big feet. And then an hour and I was like, Oh fuck, this guy is saying that's footage of a Bigfoot. It's not a fake, like I just assumed everybody in the audience w- was agreeing in the understanding that he's telling you about Big Feet, so he's put up like a guy in a mask to make you feel closer to Big Feet. But what he is saying no. is those are Bigfoot images that he's captured. And I was like, but why are their eyes taxidermy eyes? And why are they like, they look like chimp stuffed animal eyes. And then at the very end of this documentary, he gives footage and I almost didn't watch this part. It was like 10 minutes before I came here. There's footage and I'm using air quotes of a Bigfoot. And I, I mean, I, if I had time, I would have laughed for much longer at this. Cause it's just a guy wearing black makeup. Like Anyway. So to me, and I will send you a document Willie that I wound up looking up. And I think this is how I deleted my notes that has, like, comparisons of real ape and chimp eyes and then human eyes and then, like, the eyes in the videos. So my point is, it didn't come out as funny as it was to me (laughs) that the whole time I'm watching this, I'm going, he doesn't have any footage. He's just talking about footsteps and noises. And then I realized he's been showing his supposed footage of Bigfoot throughout, and I just... Immediately well, immediately thought it was. I just assumed it, it was a fake mock-up of fake. You know, like here's what Bigfoot might look like.
1: If you yeah, yeah. It. And so, and so, so just, I, I know that's that the audience opinion. can't see this, but um, um, you gotta look. And it and, and they all look different, but like like uh, way just for.
2: I'm sending you pictures right now, and unfortunately, it's attached to a document that's somebody debunking the documentary. But you well, can see on the front cover. A critical examination of the Todd Standing Sylvanic video subjects. So, wait we well, on the front cover.
1: <clears throat> well, um, um, so, so my, so most of the video that you see sprinkled throughout is the video from a couple years earlier that mm-hmm. got him the money to do the documentary.
2: Right. Right.
1: And so, <clears throat> um, maybe I should pull these up, but, but, because I mean, listen. The, the thing is, is they all look different.
2: No comment. I think they look similar to each other. There, there's two of them that are clearly, that I think he has, like, it's the same mask that they're wearing. Uh, there's one that's a guy in makeup, and there's one that's a mask.
1: Yeah, that one won't, well, that one won't show up, but.
2: You know what I mean? Like, and then the fourth guy that he does that he quote unquote sees at the very end, is a totally a guy in a fake nose and, and black makeup. Wait, look at. I mean, I, I've sent this around, you can post it, but there's a picture where they um removed they Photoshop in um Todd standing's face <laughs> over the image of the big
1: well. And so, and so he, here's here's my thing too. And I maybe I should have talked to you before, but like that's my oh, thing is I, I wanted to get to this at the end that like
2: oh, I'm sorry. I
1: at the very end of it, yeah, the most compelling footage he has looks like guy.
2: With <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. On. <laughs> Can you say I mean, more about that, Willie? I'm sorry that I. Okay, got you.
0: hang on. Let's take a break. Uh, we've just heard a pretty, pretty, pretty good teardown of this. What's the documentary called? It's called Discovering Bigfoot. Discovering Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Uh, when we come back on the other side we'll get into Willie's rebuttal (laughs) for lack of a better word
1: Willie Bad Movies in association with Craig's Fine Grocery Stores presents A Normal Family Billy catch the ball Billy catch it I'm gonna throw it Billy Billy a possessed knife. Hey, Billy, where'd you get that? Why? Well, because Mom wanted wanted to cut some ham that she just cooked, and she doesn't have a knife. She's looking for one. Bring that to Mom. This knife turns anyone that touches it into a cold-blooded killer. Mom? What's wrong? The ham's over there. Mom?
2: Mom? Mom? Mom?
1: Blood Blade 4. Bloodbath. You don't need to see the other three to enjoy the thrills. Ah! And the kills. Ah! And the chills. I wish Mommy didn't kill Billy. He was cool. The knife. It. has me. It. has control of me. What are you talking about, Greg? Put that. What are you doing? Greg, put that thing down, man. That's a serious weapon. Greg!
0: Everyone killed everyone. Everyone did it. I don't get it. Wait. Maybe I do. Bloodblade 4. Bloodbath. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life No Sci-Fi. We're here talking to our friend Aaron Hill about Bigfoot, uh, specifically discovering Bigfoot. (laughs) The documentary, documentary—I don't know what you what you call it. I jokingly call it a mockumentary. I don't know what the description would be when it's well, I mean, it's a,
2: documenting something. It's, let
1: me tell you what. Let me tell you right. my initial Document. take then on the whole thing because <clears throat> that footage is sprinkled throughout that throughout it that looks like Ewoks because their eyes look fake. Those are his. Um, those are his his claim to fame is footage of Bigfoot. Started taking people out. My, my take on this guy is I think that he actually is encountering Sasquatch, but he doesn't have any footage. And so why would anybody listen to you without any footage? And so I think he needed a climax for the ending. It's weird to say this because this, when you see this, you're like, wait, I can see how the color could look like a gorilla color, but, like, it is just makeup. And I, and I, and I thought that too. And I'm just like, it's weird because even if you fake it, it puts you on the map, even though this didn't circulate on YouTube or anything, you know, that's how small it was. So it's weird to go like, well, this didn't go viral. And nobody believes that it's real. Even people that want to believe, but I'm like, well, maybe he had to sensationalize it to put it on the map. Because he, because my overall take of this guy is, I think that what he, how he describes the Bigfoot living, which I want to get into, is probably accurate, and it's probably why we haven't found them.
2: Yeah, I had questions about that, but I'm, I mean, on the break, Willie and I were discussing. Like, I, I was, I discovered some forums that were, you know not Todd fans, but were Bigfoot fans. And they were expressing what I expressed, which is, I mean, I don't disagree with you, Willie. He seems like he really believes in them or he really has a vested interest in them being real. And I don't know what that interest is. It might be money or it might be. You know, uh, tourism or both, or just like genuine love of Bigfoot. I assume it's a little of column A and a little bit of column B. Like that's my skeptic's point of view. Is I don't think he doesn't believe in them, but I thought he, f- I thought all of the appearances of Bigfoot in the documentary had were fake. But the, the last one was really pushing it because. It well, was, let's let's,
0: let's beyond beyond I, beyond wait, 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 the wait. You're uh, oh, yeah, you've he, oh, oh, got some
2: stuff. But anyway, I did get like half my interest rekindled a little bit from all the discussion of this documentary, like in the forums of people who are mad at Todd standing, but like only mad because they believe in Bigfoot. Yeah. There's an evolutionary thing. It's like that said the aquatic ape that someone we know is obsessed with, like, you know, like those kinds of evolution. I can see why, the academics who are involved can kind of get there from where they're at as biologists and and zoologists and anthropologists, because there are all sorts of hominids that we don't know about. You know, there's like Lucy. So
0: right now all we have to go on from this description of the documentary is, is the pictures. What, 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 what about the actual content leads Willie to believe that this guy has been Seeing Bigfoots.
1: Right. So the the documentary spends a lot of time. He's about eight. He's in deep, deep Canada. I think they go hiking eight miles outside of civilization. And this guy um, spends a lot of the time showing these trees that have been broken in a certain way where he's like, oh, this is a communication. Maybe this is a communication between bigfoots well okay so basically let me let me just jump this so from what the interactions that he's had with bigfoots he claims that there is a group of them living together and they're basically nocturnal uh, but they have a couple they have a couple day watchers during the day to keep people away from them and and you know and so um they have their 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 warnings you know i i've watched a lot of bigfoot stuff and the and the thing is is like if you get too close to a bigfoot people that believe in in this creature say these are the signs they there's a lot of weird knocking that happens and a lot of if you get too close they throw rocks at you to You know, because he's just going to go away. Like, fucking keep away from us. And and so he's saying that that's like a guardian of the tribe during the day. And for the most part, whenever they find him, let's say, let's say the day watcher finds somebody. If they get too close, they alert the tribe and they just move on. No interaction. Just kind of like, when I think about, the apex predators, well, if I just think about animals, wildlife, right? We grew up in Colorado. I've been hiking my whole life, um, driving through. I've seen tons of wild animals, but like, you know, he suggests that if you take all of North America, Canada and America, eighty, like 80% of that land is uninhabited. It's all forests, and in the twenty percent there's like fifteen million people in twenty percent of the land, so he's just says that like well these creatures exist he doesn't talk he doesn't get into their evolution or what they what version of whatever they are, but like they're basically just monkeys in North America and so I think the big misconception is when people talk about bigfoot. I think that when you say Bigfoot or Sasquatch it just makes you think more human than any other animal. You know, but it's like he's just he's just saying that like well this is like an ape, an intelligent ape-like creature that communicates with themselves.
2: Yeah. I I I don't have a problem with uh, like I I don't think that that's impossible. It's definitely very possible because evolution shows that that has happened all the time. It's more that um, – well, my questions within that area were, um, like, do they bury their craps? Because I feel like we would see their craps. Because the way – the behaviors that he describes as, them as apex predators – Well, I mean, like, their main, like, one of the big things that he said they were doing to freak, to scare him away was, like, tipping over breaking trees, breaking thin tree branches or whatever. But it felt like they could, if they're predators, they could have just attacked him. You know what I mean? But, um, like, I definitely think that I wouldn't be surprised if there are species of hominids out there. And, in fact, the ape thing makes sense. You know, like, the... The noises that they say no apes can, no um, humans can make, and the noises they were playing, they sound, I assumed that they were taken from, like, howler monkeys from Central and South America, which sound a lot like that, and it's amazing, because if you've been down there, like, I've recorded these sounds when I was down there with my mom, and- like with my family and my mom we used to play them for her classes at school because they were so... Cr- it sounds like a giant animal that's ready to kill you. Yeah. They're actually like really tiny little monkeys that make this big noise. But I don't yeah. think people can make the noise. But,
1: oh, sorry. You know. I got a I got a little high in my description. I wanted to add this out there. He brings up the idea that as an apex predator, these things... um, <clears throat> um So... here he is trying to find them, get close to them. Um, And he brings up that like, there are multiple ones that will surround him to draw his attention so that if he is a, if he is a danger, there'll be one behind him. That's like, okay, I'm going to take him out. And I I just, I just found that very interesting. You know, it was like basically like, well, you know, when we saw Jurassic park for the first time and they brought up, the Velociraptor. You know, just the idea that the one getting your attention, they're so smart that the other one's sneaking up on you. So it's like, hey, look at me. Gotcha. Right?
2: Yeah, I was bummed about that because it feels like Todd watched Jurassic Park also, but I felt, I felt like why you know like if they're sneaking up behind him and there are these predators because I go into this with the harry and the Henderson's mindset, and I only believe in squatches that are like Harry and the Henderson's. I just think they're very nice vegetarians who love have feelings, and that's why they they don't they're like Gre- Greta Garbo, they want to be alone. is that Greta Garbo I forget what well it's but like. but what happens but like, when
1: that when that entity that that you're talking about gets pressure?
2: Well, so what happens to Todd is they're behind him. The one guy is just, I mean, it's a way to clue you in. It's basically a, a shadow. You don't see anything. You just see a dark spot on the camera.
1: But it's if you totally, if you were to draw a bad version of Harry and the Hendersons from the back, that's kind of what it looked like behind this tree, right? But
2: it also looked like me in a blanket from the back. You know what I mean? Like in a dark color blanket. It's really impossible <clears throat> to see. But well, so then
1: I, that then, that's the best footage that he has is that. But go on.
2: I don't think I understood. maybe my eyes. I don't think I understood that footage. But so then what happens while well, that guy? Because every time he captures any footage, the other than when it's from the back and somebody's rappelling up a giant wall, just like we've seen Todd do in his giant, like made out of. Gilly suit, yeah. Yeah, gilly, but so um, every time that we see them moving, it, it looks just like Todd can move and it's from a distance. But so we see the guy from behind, and then we have Velociraptor-style hunting that's going on. And we're told that, the guy in front of you is getting your attention. Well, how did he get your attention? He is pretending he's not there. I mean, he is not moving and he's not turned around. He's not looking. He's just standing still from behind like the kid at the end of the Blair Witch Project up against a wall. You know what I mean? And then then to warn Todd off, instead of I don't know, like hitting on the head or beating him up, killing him, they knock a branch on him that traps him for an hour. He says it's eighty pounds, but like that, I could get no, no.
1: It me. didn't trap him.
2: But. Oh, well, but he said an hour later they're not there anymore, and I thought that the implied. I, I just didn't understand it because there was a, there, I'm was a, a so, black raptor. I'm distracting you, oh, so oh, kill you and well, kill you. But this guy just tipped a tree over and then ran. They all ran away. So they can't be. Are they predators?
1: Well, well, I, I, the word predator is not the right word.
2: Maybe they're is protecting. It, I get because, what you're saying. They're protecting themselves. And they're
1: but um, that branch. He, he, so here's the thing. I want you to. I want you to f- t- flip the script on this, Mrs. Hill.
2: Okay. Miss Hill. Hey, it's Doctor Hill to you. Doctor no. Hill. It's, it's it's your friend Aaron.
1: When I think about um, a filmmaker trying to make the fake version of this where they have to make the, the Bigfoot and put the makeup on the guy and hide and have the branch thrown at him in the middle of the winter, you know? I mean, like, it was deep fucking snow.
2: Yeah, you two are filmmakers. You would have done a better job at hoaxing this than Todd did, but, like, well, but, but he's I, the wildlife expert.
1: But the, the things that he has, though, so, like, that branch being thrown at him in, in, this, in the snow... The craziest part about doing that, that one scene is I don't, I don't think you could get three or four people to throw the branch that's thrown at him. And so, so when I watch it from that skeptic standpoint where I'm like, how do you make this? Okay, this looks like an Ewok. Okay, this looks like a man with face paint on but the creature that was standing up, that thing, was like 12 feet tall. Could somebody make that? Yeah, it's possible. Would they make it that good? I don't... Fuck, man. I mean, like, it would be hard on a big-budget movie to make something that, that looked that good.
0: So, so all right.
2: Just, well, just let's pause. pause let's pause. Let's pause. Angle. I couldn't tell if they... Hang
0: on. Because yeah, I'm caught be up exactly. on this tree branch thing. He... How is he shooting this? Is it POV? Like, what's, what's Paint the That's picture so for
2: me. Some of the time there's someone else there and some of the time it's him. No, with no, it. no, no, no. So
1: here's what happened. Is he, somebody- he's out there with a camera. He set one up on a tripod that sees himself and it sees it has night vision. So he can be in pitch black, but you can see everything. And I have a night vision camera and I record with it all the time. And, yes, uh, it's it can be pitch black. And when you record it, it looks like that everything's let you think that he can see everything and so for the documentary they recreated a lot of the scenes as he's talking about them so you see his footage but then they cut to him doing it so it that's the weird thing about the documentary is because they had to recreate a lot of the scenes it messes with how you take it in because it's like no there wasn't a cameraman there he didn't set that camera up
0: is this branch a real-time thing? or a Yeah, yeah, re- yeah. Recreation? So, he,
1: so he has a video of him talking like, and he's scared. He's like, look, there's one over here, and it's growling. Oh, fuck, one on the side. And he's trying to get close. He's walking up to the one that's, that's standing still.
0: And this is shot how?
1: It's handheld. Handheld okay. with night vision. So um, um, he's, he's by himself, and he's surrounded by Bigfoot in the middle of winter where honestly there's three to four feet out there. And so he's getting close to one. And so one, one idea that he has revealed about Bigfoots through this documentary is, is that they can track you and they can blend in so well that, you know, like the end of Harry and the Hendersons where you, they all turn around like, wow, there's one right there too. Remember that scene?
2: Yeah. I I love her. I want it to be true. I do. Um,
1: um, that, that they are that, that they are like that, that they blend in so well that to our eyes, you know, you know how like animals have different colors to like,
0: yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm,
1: I'm really high. So I'm like extra stupid. Um, that the, that these
2: not kicked in yet and I'm ready
1: that these Bigfoot are like that, that they can like,
0: yeah. How does the branch get thrown at him?
1: Oh, Okay. Okay. So he's getting close. There's one standing still that is like 12 feet tall but he's still walking towards it, right? So he's like, oh, fuck, I'm, gonna, I'm getting good video of this thing. I need to turn around so I can get the f- footage of the front. And he knows that there's a creature to his right. He didn't know there was one to his left. And so the creature to his left throws this giant tree branch at him that like, basically knocks him out. And he's laying there, and he doesn't get knocked out, but honestly, if you take a blast to the chest, In the middle of the winter when you're backcountry hiking where your nutrition is already low, your intake, your calories, you get tired from walking. Like you're basically –
2: when you're surviving – I mean I don't even
0: really have to – so it's a POV camera. You could fake that easily. Like you're talking about how big the –
2: It's really just like do you believe what Todd said happened. There's nothing to fake. He's just sort of –
1: But what I'm saying though is that – as, as working on low budget movies and being a set dresser and all this stuff, you know, when I, when I tried to imagine recreating that scene of the throwing the branch, I'm telling you, man, that branch is so big that like me and three set dressers couldn't throw that. To, to make well, that so my seem question possible. is:
0: If it's POV, how do you know how big that branch is? Because in yeah, I haven't watched it, the documentary. It, um, it seems like it would be a flash, and then you could just cut to like a really giant branch. Well,
1: it, it hits him. And, they don't even and, cut to a really giant branch. It's small. No, 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 no. It, it it hits him, and then you see the branch, and he's and he's like, you can hear him going like, "Oh fuck, fuck," and he's looking around. But you see how you see how big the branch is. But then they had to recreate the scene from the outside of him getting hit by it.
2: But see, I i I have more faith in you, Willie. I believe if you were out there in a Bigfoot were next to you on the left, even if you don't know about the right the guy on the right, you would have turned to the left with your camera and been like, "Hello, sir," and then he would have been like, "Oh, excuse me," like because you would have been he would have been right up in your grill. The other but I'm guy saying
1: like when you get hit,
2: and he's not even turning around; he's just standing back to you, totally stock still.
1: But when he gets hit with that branch, he is knocked out, and he's not in charge of the camera anymore. Like,
2: yeah, it would be uh, great uh, if those big feet. Uh, pick I'm up saying
1: them. when so you're off. when you're hiking in that situation, you're already weak.
2: I've been hiking. What, what's the objective of the big feet in this instance, though? Because they're just. He, he they,
1: they only wanted to ward him off because he was getting too close to one of them. They're like Her, all surrounding him, oh, watching yeah.
2: him. Per Todd, who I think is a not, a, a, he's an unreliable narrator. Here's my thing, and I actually like to think about this part of it. Because there is an anthropological dimension. And when I asked, do they bury their craps? I wasn't just being a dick. Like I, I actually, because my second question is, then do they bury their own bodies? Because that's the thing we have the thing that like, why we know about Astro, like why we know about Lucy in the, um, what are the Alduvai Gorge? Like all of these early kind of, you know, like intermediate um, hominids between us and I don't know apes. We didn't know about them because even though it was millions of years ago, we found their bones. And Todd, he is saying I think I, I my lost notes contain this, but he said that he believes there's fifteen thousand big feet who are 900 pounds plus operating in North America. And to me, that's fascinating if I could believe it because, you know, all I am doing in my entire life is just looking for stuff to believe in because I don't believe shit and I was taught not to believe in anything. And it's a a gift that I don't have, but I want to believe in those things. And so when I think about that, I think either A, they they don't exist or B, they're burying their shits and they're burying their people very carefully. And they're burying evidence because they hate humans. They don't want to be around humans. But if they, if it's B where they're burying their shits and their people, so we can never find their bodies, never find spore, never find a single, I mean, Todd seems to think he's found some footprints, but he's really just found some depressed moss. But my, my thing is I I I didn't
1: brush off your, your, your poop.
2: You're very receptive. I just mean like I was bummed because, there is a question that's not asked or answered that is kind of implied in some way, which is if they have these these spotters who are out looking for people to try and keep them away from like whatever their hunting ground is, that's like a high form of intelligence. He implies it's a high form of intelligence. He's got these hominid studying guys who are willing to yes and him because they just are up for it. I mean, the professors who come in, most of what they say to him is like, mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. that could
1: be that could be
2: <laughs> their game uh like they kind of want to be in on it but like they can't and i found out that like one of them has
1: two bigfoot books out but go on
2: through yes it's kind of like me and this entire
0: podcast i sort I of want to be in on it and... they're,
2: they're out through beachcomber books not academic press if you <laughs> want i looked up the press But anyway, it's. I just felt like the unexamined anthropological element that Todd is implying is the case is that they're super smart and they hate humans and they have a whole civilization that they're hiding so, so well that we could never find them because it can't be both true that there's 15 – Wait wait,
1: wait, wait, though, wait, though. Like, that's just his numbers. So, like, he's not saying civilization, like, they're operating all together.
2: He's not, but it would require civilization to d- to hide evidence of their existence.
1: Well, I mean, so, so like, when I think about their poop, though, that's what I was saying. I wasn't brushing off your poop. Like, I would imagine they eat the same things a bear eats. So, like, could you tell the difference be- well, Todd between their can't poops? He just knows
2: just how they behave, and he knows the difference between, like, when a bear knocked over a tree and when a Bigfoot did. He's like, this is definitely a, a a squat. I mean, he never says a squat, but I wish he would because I don't know. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> but,
1: but but you know, I know what I mean, though. Better. That like, what if what if what if Bigfoot? Like, that's the thing. Is that doesn't does an ape's poop look like a chimpanzee's poop?
2: No, it's bigger.
1: Well, but size, but like,
0: well, but listen. I mean, let me cut this off. Like, to a to a hiker, they would maybe look the same. I don't know. Like I could tell a difference between a rabbit poop and like a dog poop, but I don't know if I could tell the difference between a human poop and a bear poop. But see, know? I'm
2: accepting Todd's resume as offered that he is an outdoor wildlife expert trained by a first nations person, but I'll he's,
0: start. but he's selling the story, right?
2: No, I mean, I don't believe a word he says, but I'm saying I'm taking him on his word and saying if he were as he said oh so he could easily
0: say like i found a bigfoot poop here it is he
2: just doesn't he can't produce it for camera and so the stuff he produces is like here's some apples that used to be here and here is depressed moss that i can say i swear to god i didn't make these tracks myself are tracks but like there's he, because he is making such a broad claim that there are these this many of these animals and they are this protective of their space he is implicitly saying they have an advanced civilization they know hum- who humans are they don't want to be around us and they're hiding evidence of their bodies they're deeply burying their bones you know, whatever 100, 200, 300. Of well, them yeah,
1: yeah. And here. like, so, so, and, and deep,
2: and, deep and, graves and burying them, and they're never leaving their giant craps that are composed of, you know, like some plants and some meat. We know the difference between bear and deer crap, they're
1: the same. Oh, song. yeah, yeah. But what about can you tell the difference between a grizzly bear and a brown bear? And well, Larry and Larry from down a, the street, like his could
2: tell, but I can't. but
1: based on diet. But yeah, if go on,
0: yeah, guys, whatever, fuck all that. Who gives a shit? Like, hang on, hang on. The point is, what, why can't any of that be true? Like, we're talking about a made up. Character, why can't it be true that they have fifteen thousand of them and they have an advanced society? It is, if it very, is true,
2: then it's more fun to think about. That's my point. Is it's more fun to think about if we let in the zanier element to this, which is that there's a highly, highly intelligent species. Well, but
1: that's but hiding. take but 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 I think highly intelligence is a perspective that I th- I think you've taken too far because no, no, like
2: it like dolphins are highly intelligent whales. Oh, okay, okay, be, but like, like like that level of intelligence. The,
1: the, you know, I was trying to look up I was trying to look up other animals in los angeles right so like to find out that there are 13 mountain lions in griffith park i'm just like i've hiked and walked all over that place and i i, I listen i i I worked state parks in colorado so i know like if you see a mountain lion it's it's because it's tracking you you're never going to see one mm-hmm. um so there's 13 living in griffith park and i'm like here here's something that survives. I, I couldn't tell you what their poop looked like. If I saw it, I would think it would be a coyote or maybe a, a big dog, you know,
2: but have you seen a pick of the Griffith park lions? Cause I have seen one. On- yeah. 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 I've seen. Yeah. Got why, 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 what, what,
0: what are you guys talking them? about? Well, I I'm feel like I need to reel you in a little bit. Oh, you're right. You're right. If
2: I'm an anthropologist. I'm looking, or if I'm a, what's Indiana Jones, you know, an archeologist, I'm looking for evidence. In the but
1: if you're, but if let's, let's say you're a human, no, let's say you're a human in the woods and you're eating everything a bear eats. I know that our digestion is a little bit different. And so like the seed casings may be different, but you know, picture corn my dog ate corn and right. and, and pooped sure out corn
0: but you got okay well cool. I, i'm am
1: saying i'm saying though that if a human was in the woods as long for years like a wild human and ate the same things a bear ate I really don't think there'd be much difference from what their poop looks like. So I'm saying that like,
2: well,
0: we yeah, I feel, I feel like we've it. exhausted the poop discussion. No, no, I don't I'm know not, why we're still talking about this.
2: I'm really not talking about poops. I'm saying that the level of sophistication. No, no, right. no, 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 i I know what
1: you're saying. I agree. The bones is the selling point. The bones is the selling point.
2: Listen, if a wild child or a human or any hominid lived in the woods by itself for years, we wouldn't necessarily see their poops, but we would see them scratching into wood, riding in caves. That's what. That and if you're in a society where you're communicating with others and you know you don't want humans in there, and you know who they are and to avoid them. And no, no, no.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm saying you're like, taking you're taking what he's saying too big, and like he's not saying that this civilization. That,
2: but like what he is, the claims he's making imply that, and so that's why. I –
1: No, but I'm I I saying I'm I'm saying that you're still taking it too far because picture. Picture there being fifteen thousand apes in North America, they wouldn't. They wouldn't like communicate with each other. They may. They may fight with each other because of territory. But
2: so they would consume biomass that we would notice. We would notice that they were but, out there as giant. But, you,
1: but But you're. You're talking. We're, we're. We're talking about lands that we don't occupy.
2: Yeah, but the people the forestry rangers who work there know how many bears there are and they have they would notice if all of a sudden well, there's giant craps and they seem like there's tw- 10 times as many bears as we thought.
1: What if it just looked tagged, like double double the amount of bear poops? Like, well whatever, whatever.
2: Tag them with they put tags on those bears to know how many there are. That's why, I, I, and the other, the other advent has been cameras. I definitely know police are murdering black people because of cameras, but there have been more cameras in the woods than the- what's it?
1: Well, have you seen the Deep Woods Bigfoot videos that are out there?
2: Well, I saw what I only saw this film.
1: <laughs> no, no, there's a, there's a bunch, but there's a well, bunch of great ones.
2: I'll go and try and watch some of those.
1: Well, okay. no, no, I mean it's too late. But <laughs> just saying that, like, still, like th- th- there is
2: there is footage out there. Not watching this, Wade. I feel like I'm out here in the wilderness by myself. Well, I, listen, I uh, as a, a, a podcast, as
0: a podcast, this has become inaccessible. This is two people. I know. Totally,
2: I have so many Todd Standing Burns, and I can't even make them. <sighs> no audience for any of my funny things well, so that I thought of while watching this documentary, which is hilarious to
1: me. What, well, okay, like me skeptically when I watch any Bigfoot video, I always think about what it would take to recreate it. That's all I'm ever trying to do. Is like, because I feel like, what if I, in another life, was a hoaxer well, and, and, and was making I mean, fake Bigfoot videos?
0: I don't want to cut you off, but I feel like we 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 sort of covered the 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 fraud aspect of like recreating like Bigfoot videos. Is there anything to this documentary that I have not seen? Um any sort of like evidence or point that they're making that hasn't been covered by like, you know, 40 years of just Bigfoot theory.
2: No. Willie, do you want to tell him about the structures? Cause again, I am a total, totally did not receive them as intended and laughed, but well, this is part of the argument. Half, half
1: of his, his documentary is, is that there are, they, they run across these structures of, he calls them structures. It's just, you know, Lodgepole pines, you know, between three to eight inches thick that are like in a teepee like fashion. And it's like, uh, this couldn't happen on accident. One of the poles is upside down, so you know it couldn't have fallen.
2: Well, it could have. These
1: things couldn't have fallen in place
2: you fall on a branch and you flip and you get flipped upside down.
1: Yeah, but that I mean, you know, that's the probability of that is so low that it's like, hey, look, this is almost proof that
2: It's almost as low it as It wasn't natural. there are 15,000 apes. All
0: right, hang on. Describe this describe these what you are they, they called?
2: It. It's uh, maybe we can find out.
1: Well, listen, listen. He they're they run across these structures, structures these structures of trees where there's like
0: Trees that have fallen six,
1: over. There's like six lodgepole pines making a teepee.
0: Okay. I'm
2: gonna send you. And,
1: and, and so um, um, they run across like two of those s- structures. And so the idea is, is hey, could this have happened naturally? And, and, and the PhD guys that are out there are like, well, everywhere we've been, there's no trees falling over. The only place where they're falling over is where there's these teepees. So it seems on purpose. So Pretty the idea sure. is, is that okay. something intelligent did this because look, one of the one of the lodgepole pines is upside down, and one is in the air, so it couldn't have happened naturally. It was just like, but and he think, theorize, he thinks that they're um, markers of some sort of communication, like, hey, this is our boundary, kind of thing. Or okay. yes,
2: anding. They're yes Anders. I've never met PhDs who are more inclined to agree that uh huh could be. Well, well they,
0: you know, they went to U U C B UCB and they, well, they also studied, uh, pic-
1: picture how many people with I'm a PhD a are form. willing to go, are willing to go into the woods with some nobody to do a Bigfoot documentary. You well, know, my question the that percentage of people that would do it is like not high. Nobody who
2: isn't already tenured. The one guy who was on a faculty, I I guarantee he already had tenure because there's no way he would go there. Even, you know, like, even, even if it seems a, like a total passion project for the the expert who was into it and i could see where he got there and he seemed to be applying scientific kind of reason to a lot of it but um you, you would never take a huge risk like that and just well
0: and that's a that. and that's a broader sort of conspiracy theory um like well, hang up where people people won't like with aliens and stuff like that people won't go on the books of saying aliens because they're Fearing yeah. for their, you know, yeah, for sure. career.
2: For sure. So these guys are worrying about that, and uh, the one guy clearly had never been in like living. I mean, you know, like I could I looked them up and I figured out their academic trajectories. So one person has tenure, which means you can't be fired, and one person's not was never doing that. And the works that they published were published through a non-academic press called. B- 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 Barefoot Beach or something like Beachcomber Press, which I've never been able to find, <laughs> that does not give you the confidence of like NYU Brass Listen, like
1: this after. is w- this is what I wanted. Was like like my whole thing is that like yeah, this is an interesting documentary. It's great to fact check on your own when you watch something that you're skeptical of.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's what that's. This is, this is what I assumed you would do, and you championed it. Like, well,
2: and that's – it's almost depressing for me because I have this – like that's sort of what my whole degree is in is like checking. Like when I see a disturbing headline, I'm like, oh, well, that's the New York Post, and they lie.
1: Or, oh, And, and so, like, yeah, I didn't – so I was going like, to show you this. Have you seen this vacation like video posts. out there where um, these people were on vacation, and they, and they pull up, and they see these weird – human looking monkeys like taking a bath Ooh, have you yeah. seen that video well yeah. i mean you know it's one of those things where it was an art piece that i think was oh. trying to go viral and a lot of people drank the kool-aid you know well, and so the- most of the websites that are sharing it are like they don't know about the art piece
2: well in a us- like,
1: look at these fucking weird monkey things have you seen this
2: And it's a little like the video of the bush baby where it looks like a little rat that's washing its armpits, but it's actually a species in Australia. It's like a marsupial or something, but you know, like the times that I trot out my PhD on the internet in arguments, it's always like you've hit on something that bothers me, which is that like I, I do have once or twice three times maybe seen PhD people or people with higher ed degrees use those degrees to like close down discussion to people who haven't done their degree. I am totally offended by that because you're a bad academic if you can't put your work into terms and you should be doing work for the the public.
1: Okay. That's the equivalent of saying, Hey, well then I should beat you up and then I'll be right.
2: Exactly. And I, for example, I saw a guy post something on Facebook that I hadn't talked to since high school and shouldn't have talked to this time, but he seemed like I was like, I feel like this guy's a doctor and his what he posted was some like national review article. But it was, you know, like and because I'm an academic who studies media, I'm like, well, it's an op ed. It's not from there. New- <laughs> and it's national review. And I know their history and um, it's citing a study. And the guy's trump card was like, well, a black guy did the study. Did you think about that? It couldn't be racist. And I was like, oh, definitely. Like, we can all do racist. I can do a sexist study any old time. But I felt pissed off because he was basically scolding anybody who tried to say anything like, well, have you read the peer-reviewed study? Because if you haven't, you really – and I'm like, but you posted an op-ed. You didn't post a peer-reviewed study. And I finally went, okay, I'll fucking read it. It's 50 pages, but I'm sure it's been debunked. And then I immediately was like, it's not even – you know, I just was annoyed because this guy was saying – you have to have a higher degree to even be able to participate in this conversation where I'm saying racist shit about, you know, like yeah. police aren't it's like, racist. Well, the,
1: the internet doesn't agree with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I'm annoyed because if you can't explain the findings and have a real conversation, you're just using your medical degree to say that you're not allowed to tell me anything and I oh, get to oh, you the white oh, oh. guy that racism isn't real and you're not experiencing the things you're experiencing. It pisses me off. And so, like, I get interested when there's PhDs who are – because I could tell these two guys are really into this as their kind of side interest or whatever, or maybe their main interest, but they're not allowed to be into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I agree with that.
2: I love the romance of what that PhD behind their names did to the the – it became – he only had a documentary when he got two people with PhDs to say, I'll do it. Yeah. To be excited about it. And he – you can see him, like, really trying to make a meal out of them saying, yeah, I was
1: so hold on. have
2: been. Maybe it could have been. It could have been.
1: Uh, there's one moment, Wade, where um, they have a disclaimer ahead of
2: this a- podcast. Like you must watch this documentary. Yeah, I know. Really well, enjoy.
1: They, there's one moment where they have a Bigfoot encounter. And then he, the director, Todd, suggests that the guy left the next day, even though he's supposed to still stay out there a few days. Because he tried to imply like, well, he got scared and took off and didn't talk back to me. Right? Did you, did you get that also? I
2: kind of. Oh, you mean the guy who left two days early? And yeah, then two yeah. Four months later, they talked or something. I felt like he had something he had to get to. That was my impression.
1: But oh, okay. Yeah. My impression was that he was saying, like, well, he conveniently had to leave as soon as he got scared of the real animal.
2: True that. I, like, I lost my weed, and I really needed it during this documentary. I couldn't find my edibles or my weed, and I was looking in my fridge, and I emptied my entire fridge out while that was happening. And I was like, sounds like Todd is saying stuff, and then he talks to this guy later. So I'll trust your uh. um, your reading of that because I just needed to find the weed. Um do you what, need a, so what you about need a San oh, what
1: Diego... About have
2: you a lot of camping? Have you had it? Can we talk about our own unexplained experiences in the woods? Has anybody...
1: Yeah, time out, though. Wait, out do, you, do you need a weed hookup in San Diego?
2: Oh, no, no I got weed everywhere. I just oh, mean, okay, like, okay. I had this... I found the best edibles and a place that would deliver them. They didn't have them in L.A. for years. Willie,
0: oh, it's word, legal. Word. You don't need a hookup anymore. The well, hookup is the internet. Because me
2: they the, don't have the best brands. Like, to me, the
1: hookup is like the good stuff for the good price, because everybody's overcharging. For
2: like,
1: sure they are. I, well, can't, like, so, I, I, yeah, I
0: went right. back to wilderness. So, Nat- Nat- yeah, yeah, so I don't I
2: care. care. <laughs> I <think> it's the, <laughs> the legal weed area. But, Wade, have you been camping, and have you had any unexplained or weird noises, events, those kinds of things?
0: I, have- I think, yeah, I mean, I think everybody who's been camping has heard, like, coyotes, and they're fucking horrifying screams that sound like children dying
2: oh not i while camping because i only camped in michigan but
0: yes there's a lot of animals make weird noises i don't think i don't think people know how many weird noises animals make like and it's crazy uh but that but so anytime and i'm not a huge camper but anytime i would hear anything it would be like I don't know. I guess it's a fox or a coyote or something. I never would think that it's a Bigfoot.
1: I've gone uh, backcountry hiking. You know, where you hike for miles and then hike and then camp and then whatever. And I've done a lot of I've done a lot of beer camping. And I I, I will say that like I love camping, and I will say this. Please don't let this offend you. I'm just gonna. St- Hopefully, our campsite is next to my car, and I'm gonna sleep in my car. I'm gonna set up my tent and spend all day in it and stuff, but like, I'm gonna sleep in my car, I'm not gonna sleep in the because you know, I don't want to get it fucking bear attack or something.
0: I had a wet dream, I had a wet dream while camping once, and there could not be a a less opportune moment to have a wet dream (laughs) than when you're camping. It sucked. Oh my gosh,
2: you're saying both of you because. Uh, my only fear when camping is the same as my only fear when living mm-hmm. in my home, which is being murdered and raped by a man. Yeah. And, but oh, like, I mean, and so like I'm driving to Michigan in a week, in two weeks because um, I'm afraid to fly to, I don't want to kill my grandfather who's 101 and I'm going to be driving and I just want to camp, but I don't want to be murdered. I've watched too many datelines. They're like, hey, death and yellow um,
1: stuff. I will suggest I'll send you one if you want, if you don't want to waste the time looking for one these laser pointers that I get are so high, high powered that like, it's cool to have something to look at the sky with. Oh yeah. But, but it will blind someone. So it is actually the best weapon in the world because
2: well you know like I camped in the Middle East for four months under the stars and i I like to sleep out, but like i I feel like I'm too old and paranoid about rapes to do it anymore by myself. I would do it with a friend but, but like
1: you need a laser pointer
2: but like i I went to summer camp and I camped you know for a couple months. <laughs> Yeah, laser pointer was Pepper spray is At going to be
0: 100 time. million times more effective it's than a laser pointer. What are the odds you're going to get him in his fucking no eye? No more
2: rape whist- whistles, ladies. Bring your laser pointer out. Most
1: Most pepper sprays, people end up spraying themselves also.
2: That I would do, 100%, I believe. I, I
0: would 100% have. spray myself to avoid getting raped. I'm but
2: not, no, 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 but the, the, you might spray,
1: spray yourself so that it's easier for you to get raped.
2: Yeah, you just wouldn't be able to stop them from raping <laughs>
0: Oh, so they're designing like, a way oh, that I'm only it? pepper spraying myself?
2: You pr- you pepper sprayed yourself, and they're not like... I don't believe
0: pepper. that. I don't believe that. They're
2: not like, what, you can't watch me and be into it? I'm not going to rape <laughs>
0: <laughs> you. Not- All right, we need, to, we need to wrap up. Do you guys <laughs> have All any... I want
2: to say is that... Um, yeah,
0: final thoughts. This is final thoughts. <laughs> time. My final
2: thoughts are that... Uh, here's an unexplained story of the woods for you. And I don't want to terrify anybody. When I was young, I went to summer camp and there was a legend of the hatchet man who was in the woods. And he, you know, he would come up and he had killed some people. Oh, gosh. Long, long story. I'm not going to tell you the whole ghost story. But I will say that I was in a cabin with four people in the, and it, it was the outpost cabin. It was like a half mile from everything. There were no bathrooms, no nothing. And we would go outside for every, every time we went to the bathroom. But we would save the poops for when we went to walk to main camp. And one morning, we found the largest poop I have seen in my life right next to our cabin. It was like mm, like almost a foot. And um, it, had, <laughs> it was a stereotypical <laughs> poop from a movie. Like, you couldn't even, like, you couldn't have made a more perfect poop in a prop. How,
1: wait, how thick, how thick was it? None of us
2: would have pooped right behind, like, literally almost next to the cabin, like, in the pathway that you walk around. And I swear to god, Wait, how say I like
0: Willie's question. How thick was it?
2: Well, uh like a microphone, like this microphone, like maybe Okay, okay, okay. Two to three inches in diameter. <laughs> three good. Well
0: diameter, my microphone is at least like six inches in diameter. Okay,
2: well, like a traditional yeah, like what Willie's holding like three inches in like diameter. Two? None of us was capable. None of us had the, 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 the bowel, I don't know what you could say, to make this poop. Somebody did it. Who did it? Was it a creature? Was it an alien? Was it a fucking boy who did it? Who came out there and fucking did that behind our camera? I think cabin? it
0: was probably a Bigfoot.
2: It was probably a Bigfoot. I, I, I want to believe it was a Bigfoot. It could have been one of my friends, but that's what I don't want to know. If that's, I mean, that's an
0: insane poop for a friend. How old were you?
2: Yeah, like 16. Well, wait,
1: wait. The, the, I was the
2: counselor.
0: Of the, this is the crazy so t- thing we're about talking these little conditions. 100 pound girls,
2: yeah, we were like oh,
1: okay, pounds. N- yeah, definitely not. I was gonna say these are the only conditions where you could make a poop that big because it's like, well, I don't want to poop because, and so you hold it, <laughs> it until just it up. creates like an empire no, we state would save building those
2: poops for up top. But like we weren't pooping. <laughs> right, literally next, you don't shit where you sleep.
0: Okay. okay. Willie final thoughts on just uh, dis- discovering Bigfoot or whatever it's called.
1: I want to say that I believe in the way that Todd, I believe that Todd is interacting with Bigfoots because he creates a way that these can live together in small tribes, and it kind of describes to me it kind of describes why people don't see them and uh, so, so so it's it's interesting for that and then and and then I kind of say, well, I think this is this is a, this is a very bad guess this is a I'm making this up. I think there's some shitty producer on this movie who's like, dude, you got to have a Bigfoot video to shock everybody, and forced him to make, forced him for the pressure of it being important. I think that he faked some videos to try to get the hype because he's talking about something real. And it's such a shame because I see this peaceful society that he talks about. You know, when you when you look back at the history of animals, now that were myths before, like some people think that mermaids may have been manatees, because even uh, Christopher Columbus talks about yeah. in his journal has a, a mermaid situation. It's like the what, people are like, well, it's probably a manatee. And anyways, anyways, uh, the orangutan. There were creatures that there were myths of them before we discovered them. Is it possible? The only way that Bigfoot is possible is if they actually are so evolved and intelligent that that they are just good at making us not detect them. You know, it's like fucking, you know, uh, I think a mom cat eats the baby cat's poop to hide their presence. I don't know, you know, something where it's like survival. It's su- survival is getting rid of the evidence of us. From the smartest species on the planet. Could there be an animal that, like, hey, we know that we're dead if they find us, so take the bones, bury the bones? Like,
0: I'll that's say interesting. This. Not since, you know, Supersize Me have I heard the name of the documentarian more than yeah, tonight. Yeah. Morgan, Morgan Spurlock made a career out of being a fucking gonzo sort of fraud journalist. Um, and I've only heard this name Todd over and over again. It's it's is not. this movie just Todd's excuse to become famous or does he really believe in Bigfoot? That's great. And I haven't seen the documentary, so I don't know. Is, is he uh, the same as Morgan Spurlock? Is he, is he putting himself into the documentary?
1: He's a he'll. I would say yes, but but he's such a wilderness man that it's like, you. As soon as I say that, I'm like, well, he doesn't know what fame is, (laughs) you know. He doesn't know how big how big uh, Justin Bieber got because he's like a backwoods guy that like
2: has almost never encountered civilization. And I will just say that. See, that
0: uh, we said that right up top. I still don't even understand watch what that means.
2: First, just watch the first first one minute of this documentary, Wade. I'm begging you. Like, what is never. my true... I know. My truest you, sadness that I will ever feel is that... Hey,
1: Wade, do you know any mountain we've men? we've
2: done this podcast, Wade will never watch this documentary. I know, I know. I'm never get to talk about it with him.
1: Do you know and any mountain I men?
2: Say, I believe Todd Standing and Wade Randolph are both living their best life. One being crazy in the woods, bigfooting and one not watching documentaries that I watched and took notes on just talk, I'm sorry. Just to have some sick you know like, <laughs> some sick things to say Wade because I was thinking like Wade has got to feel me on this. Wade will back uh,
0: I mean maybe I should <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that it was I didn't know that it was gonna be hundred percent this documentary. I'm maybe I have have should. I, I might have had some good jokes.
2: It has one thing I will say for this is is the obligation of having to watch this made me. I haven't had wanted to watch anything, but like I turn on the TV, like all of you coronavirus people, and I go, like, Fuck, do I watch this? Do I try?
0: Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. yeah. I rewatched uh, Star Wars Episode One and Two today. That's how fucking out of shit I am. Oh
2: boy! I watched <laughs> oh, watch, no, watch Not Episode One and Two. Sorry, that's a, that's the level beyond where I was
1: There's went. always a bigger fish.
2: I watch a New Hope through, you know, Empire, <sighs> the final one. But like, well,
1: you know, as much as we the beloved I trilogy, watched, watched this the,
2: documentary, and it made me go, "There's so much good TV on. I want to be watching." But I got to continue to take notes on this.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, now <laughs> I'm definitely
0: not going to watch it. I thought maybe I would watch it just to text you jokes, but Will
2: you watch me if it's that just, bad. Just watch well, what he says. In here's the,
1: the thing, theory. man. If, okay. If you, okay. If you ever podcast, find yourself watching it, if you ever find yourself watching it, we should do a part two to this episode. No.
2: No, but you guys, as part of this episode, I beg you to please just play. <laughs> His introduction to it, the first two minutes of talking as an intro as a transition into this episode or something, because it—that's
0: uh, just- not a bad idea. Yeah. I don't think we can get copyright dinged for something like that. Yeah, no. and, and and
2: it's it's what's it called use, you know, transformative fair use. Fair, use. Fair
1: use but, yeah. But 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 whoever and I'll put an intro for that so that it like sets it up, but I'm like he
2: just whoever, whoever's
1: looking thing. for that isn't gonna find us.
2: Just play it because it's whether whatever side of the perspective. But it's inspirational.
1: It's it's like
2: inspires and and me. It's totally entertaining and a really sweet ride to listen to the thing, the words that he says.
1: Well, okay. Here's here's my parallel. Right, we almost made a documentary.
0: Wrap it up. Because I'm, I'm we gotta, we've got to end this episode. Oh, okay, okay. Because
1: well, I feel like
2: I bombed on my second episode and I want number three. Well, so come, we, come back to me when we're away. No,
1: no, no. You, you, you didn't bomb. This is what it was supposed to be. It was an examination of how how do we get to this where like when we watch a Bigfoot documentary, the, yeah, 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 the, yeah. the more important discussion is the credibility of the person making it.
2: Totally. That,
1: rather than the footage um, and how to recreate it
2: because uh, we want, you know, why that is a profound question, Willie. Really, because we want to believe, and yeah. I wish he had, I wish he had brought me, Todd. I would believe. I know,
1: and, and so I have hope that like he encountered a species and got pressured to make a shitty video, and it ruined all his credibility. I don't remember what I was saying before. Wait, I'm sorry. That? Me and Aaron got too high. Um
2: I didn't get high. Yet, but and I'm we there. I'm and I'm we kidding. talked
1: <laughs> about a show that we watched that you didn't watch.
2: I did the homework. Wait, don't have me do homework if you don't want me to. No, it. no, no. It, it, I wanted was, thing. I, I,
0: thought, it, I hey, thought it was perfect. A
2: PhD. Shut up. I Everybody shut up. Okay, wrap it up, Wade. Do it for us.
0: <laughs> As a guy who didn't watch the documentary, your conversation was fine. I felt like I saw what you saw. I understood <laughs> it. That's why I'm here, right? Yes. <laughs> so just stop all that self-conscious nonsense. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to continue listening, we're gonna keep talking about uh, we haven't figured it out yet, but something just go to patreon.com slash real life sci fi. Um, Aaron Hill, thank you so much for being here. Do you have anything to plug at the at the moment?
2: Nope. Hey uh, what's hey what's your, you hey, can, what's you your read book? You buy my book never done a women's uh, women a history of women's work in media production.
1: I when about. I go back to work, you need to we we need to like you need yeah, to like, yeah, give Sunday copies you, to the host.
2: I got copies. I got copies for your host. Hey, let me take
1: a let me take it. Well, whatever. Go on. Shit. I'm so stupid.
0: Y- yeah. All You're right.
2: You're the worst. Really, that's why we listen to your podcast. <laughs> People love you.
0: Thanks for listening everybody. Thank you for suffering through it in the way that I have um <laughs> To help. And remember just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Tonight,